Hi, welcome to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. Your host, Ray Dove, Remax Eastside Brokers in Bellevue, Washington. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. I thought this week I would talk about staging homes. Does it work? Does it not work? Why it's something you should consider uh, when you put your home on the market. So I, like a lot of people over the years, some of you may know this or not know this, but I've been in the real estate business for 40 plus years here, all in the Seattle, Washington area, Puget Sound area. And uh, there used to be a day uh, builders would put up new homes and no front yard landscaping, no backyard landscaping, and we'd sell the homes vacant as can be. And I remember back in those days, people just had a hard time of trying to visualize how their furniture would fit into their respective rooms. Would their bed fit into the master bedroom? And so we'd have to walk those things off and paste them off and get people to, oh yeah, your bed can fit here. So over time, builders started dressing up the outside of their house. I had one builder at one time actually landscape the front yard and not do anything, just leave the home in, in studs, so to speak, but no sheetrock or anything inside the home just to grab people's attention to draw them into the house. Uh, that was one ploy. So with regards to staging today, and like I said, uh, my way of thinking, like so many people, yeah, we don't need to stage a home. The home will sell itself. doesn't matter if it's vacant or not. And it, it's kind of like... Uh, we used to not take professional photos either of a house. I mean, uh, years ago, no one was doing professional photos. But as we've gone online, professional photos is a must. And several years ago, I, I fought the professional photo thing, too. I said, oh, what do we need those for? I mean, who's really going to see them? They just published the listings in these MLS books. But now that everything's online, pictures of a home are invaluable. You know, for every home I put on the market, I hire my professional photographer, and I have a few that I choose from, to go out and take professional photos of the house. You know, over 90% of all the buyers are shopping online first. So your home's on the market. The first look, so to speak, of your home is going to be online. How does it look? How does it appeal to them? And if you don't have professional photos, you're missing an opportunity to really capture uh, the home and really show your home off to prospective buyers. So how does that play into staging a home? Well, consider this if you would. If you want top dollar for a car, you're going to clean it, make sure the engine compartment is clean, make sure the tires are in good shape, the windows are in good shape. You want top dollar for it. So you're going to do those things. You're actually going to stage your car for potential buyers in hopes that they look at it, think it's a decent shape, they see that you've changed the oil, you've maintained it properly, it makes them feel assured that what they're buying is going to be of value to them for a period of time. So it's the same thing with a home. So let's talk about some basic, simple staging thought processes here. When you put your home on the market, have your furnace service. Make sure that the heat exchanger is functioning right. The blower fan is right. The filters have been replaced. If you have central air conditioning, have that service and make sure that it's working properly. Those would be some real basic staging things. Staging your home to start putting in its best possible presentation to a potential buyer. 
Now, going back to professional photos, I mean, I get it that you buy a home, you make it to your liking, your space. So, your furniture. So, you bought furniture in your home 10, 15, 20 years ago. You like it. You're comfortable in your own home. When you bought your home, you had white walls. So, of course, you want your personality in that home. So, you might have a pink room for your daughter, a blue room for your son, maybe a, 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 a green room for your hobby room. You've got uh, oriental rugs that you bought 20 years ago that you put down. And you name it. You, you've had carpets been in the home for 10, 15 years. You like it. It seems to be in good condition. So a photographer comes out and takes pictures of all that, and they're going to post those online. So you're trying to reach a maximum marketplace, and buyers are looking at those pictures, and, wow, I don't know if I can live in a home with a yellow wall or a blue wall. Oh, the carpet looks dated. So I get that it's your home. You want to sell your home. But in reality, what you need to do is get the home ready for its next owner because you're not going to own it anymore if you've really released and are ready to sell your home in my opinion you need to prep it so it attracts the most amount of buyers that like your neighborhood like how your home looks from the street and can see themselves living in the home so if you want top dollar for that home of yours then you need to present it well from the outside all the way through the inside. So making sure that the roof is cleaned. Making sure the landscaping looks good in the front. I mean, after all, the first and last thing people are going to see of your home is going to be the front of the house. Do you need to pressure wash your sidewalks and driveway? If they're mossy and dirty, it's highly recommended you do so. Does the house need to be painted? Take a real look at it and say, gee, maybe it needs a coat of paint too. Do the windows need to be washed? How does the backyard look? Does the roof need to be cleaned? And then as you walk through the home, how do our furnishings look? Do they look like furnishings that somebody might say, wow, I can see myself living here? Now you might have a very adorable house and adorable furniture, but is it going to be adorable to a wide range of potential home buyers that you want to pay top dollar for your home? I would probably strongly recommend paying a home stager $100, $150 to come to your home, meet with you, and let them suggest ideas and modifications that you can maybe make with your own personal furniture. And some of the things you can immediately do is start packing away all the family photos off the walls. Take all the photos off the refrigerator. This home stager might recommend move rugs from this location to that location or reset the furniture in different locations so when someone walks into a room, it doesn't feel like there's an obstacle in the way and it takes away just how big the room is. Are your cupboards stuffed with things? It's time to declutter that stuff. I mean, somebody opens up your pantry or one of your closets and stuff falls out of it. That doesn't tell them, oh my gosh, look at all the stuff they have in this closet. It's so big. No, they're trying to get out of the way of your clutter. The garage should be neat and organized. People get the cars going there, lawnmowers and boxes. But like one home I showed, I opened up the garage door. I couldn't get into the garage. They had so much stuff. And that stuff has to be moved anyway because you're moving. And two, 
when a building inspector comes and inspects the home, he needs access to that furnace and that hot water tank and the electrical panel so he can do his inspection. So those type of immediate things you could do, but consider this on the photos. So you stage the way you like the home. You take all these pictures and so buyers are going through them. Once again, it goes back to how does it present itself? The room colors, the colors of the carpets, you know, does it feel warm and fuzzy? Will it attract a wide range of buyers? I'll give you a couple of quick examples of where those room colors backfired on my sellers. I had a seller in Issaquah and a seller up Mill Creek. Both priced pretty competitive to the marketplace. But yet, we couldn't get people to come out and look at the home. You know, we'd have people come through on the open houses I held for several months. But they all complained about all these different colors in the bedrooms. The yellows, the blues, the dark browns, the purples, the uh, rosé reds. And people say, wow, this is a nice home. But oh my gosh, those colors, I don't know. And yet, most of us know that it's an easy job to paint. Painting's easy. Paint is one of the most inexpensive things to do to a home. You can hire someone to paint those walls, but they didn't want to paint anything because they didn't want their home to be just vanilla white. They both said the same thing. We sat on the markets for months. Finally, they agreed, look, we want our home sold. What do we need to do to change this? So in one home, we just changed the wall colors in three of their rooms. And within a month, we had three offers. The other home, we got them to finally change the colors of the rooms, and then we found a friend of a friend who's a home stager, and they recommended let's move this furniture around, and let's put this furniture here, and this furniture there, and let's do this, and let's do that, uh, to better position how the rooms showed to prospective buyers. And reluctantly, they did it. The wife complained about she didn't like it that way. But within three weeks, the home was sold. So if you want to get high, the highest, best possible price, rethink how you want to position your home into the marketplace. And know that there's homes that are on the market that are vacant, that are professionally staged. You've walked through them, I'm sure. You've seen them when you've gone out to open houses. They look great. It's kind of like a new construction subdivision. The builders put all that great furniture there for a reason. The buyers subconsciously know that that furniture is not included in that house. But they look and say, wow, we could live here. Oh my gosh, this room looks great. Well, they're seeing the furniture in there. So that's what a professional home stager does. They try to help set the stage for that aha factor when somebody walks into your home. So if your home needs to be completely staged, like I had a client of mine where I thought to myself, oh my gosh, how are we going to sell this home with their furniture? So I politely had this discussion with them. I said, well, I at least encourage you to sit and chat with a home stager I work with. And they agreed to move all of their furniture out into the garage, nice and neat, ready to be moved somewhere else. The uh, wife went out of town uh, while the home was on the market. The husband stayed, lived in the home, but we had the home completely furnished by a professional home stager. Home was on the market for a week. We had three offers on the home. It just showed beautifully with the staged furniture. Was it worth the expense? Absolutely. We got $30,000, $35,000 over the asking price. It cost my home sellers $3,000 to have it staged. Money well spent. So 
if your home is going to be vacant or you need to really look at your furniture, I strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you to have it professionally staged. People cannot envision how their furniture is going to fit into a vacant home. You know, I got lucky recently of selling a vacant home. The sellers didn't see any value in it. The home sold for full price. Could have gotten more money if it was professionally staged. Yes, I think so, but they didn't want to do it. But I have to say that if there's competition around you, the better you can present your home, professionally staged is the answer because they're going to put furniture in that home that appeals to the marketplace as a whole because they have a better sense of what's going on with the marketplace based upon other homes that they have staged. It makes a huge difference, and I would strongly encourage you to do that. Could you imagine having fresh, clean walls that are consistent with the most recent colors, whether light grays or light browns or just white, whatever the new colors are, and having staged furniture in the home, how's that going to look online when that buyer's scrolling pictures of your house versus another house? They're going, oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, that looks gorgeous. Let's go see that house. I want to see that home. They do so based upon the visual impact that they get while it's online. So I'm not trying to really preach to anyone. I've made my calculated it, uh, mistakes along the way and, and uh, this is certainly an opportunity to learn how to better position your home to get the highest best possible price uh, as our market is shifting it's a little bit of a slower market now competition is going to be a little bit fierce you're going to have to be really uh, open to what your price might be and really seriously be open to presenting your home in the best possible light painting walls getting it ready for sale, cleaning gutters, washing windows, getting it professionally staged or getting a professional opinion to, to do things with your current furniture. Well, if you do that, don't, don't take it personally. It's, it's, they're not trying to make you feel bad about your furniture choices. They're just trying to help you set the stage for what the new homeowner of your home, your current home, is, is going to be looking for to get them excited about buying your home. I've got so many success stories about staging and homes that sat on the market and then once they got staged properly and set up properly, uh, we had immediate sales right after that. I hope I kind of glazed uh, across this. I know I kind of ran pretty quickly on a, a lot of different topics pertaining to staging. At a minimum, I'll just repeat myself. Make sure the front and backyards look great. If you have a sprinkler system, make sure that's working. Uh, make sure the furnace has been serviced and the air, air conditioning has been serviced. Make sure your roof has been cleaned. Uh, I don't recommend you getting on the roofs. Hire someone to professionally clean the roof properly, whether it's a cedar shake roof or a composition roof. Get all the windows clean. You know, spruce up the home. Declutter your closets. Declutter the garage. Even if you have to hire a storage facility or you have to put it all in a pod and get the pod moved out of there. can't have the pod sitting in the driveway when you're trying to sell your home. Pressure wash the walkways uh, front and back. Uh, clean up the weeds. Spray for weeds. Do all those as a minimum as if you're trying to spruce up your quote-unquote car to put on the market to get people excited to come out and look at it. And yes, if your home needs a coat of paint, 
get it painted. If the front door needs to be cleaned or painted, paint it. Let's get your home, uh, get your home ready with a big smile on your home's face for that new buyer. Anyway, with that said, this is Ray Dove, Remax Eastside Brokers here in Bellevue, Washington. You're certainly welcome to call me at 425-681-8630 or email me at raydoveremax at gmail. Love to hear your comments, your suggestions. If you have a topic that you'd like me to talk about, happy to do so. I'm just trying to help everyone here see real estate from a different perspective and know a little bit more about what the expectations are from you as a seller or you as a buyer and the expectations from a real estate agent if you choose to hire one. Have a great week, and I think next week, uh, my podcast, I think I'm going to talk about open houses, what the expectations should be if you're a seller, in terms of what your expectations are from your, your real estate agent when they're sitting in an open house, how many open houses should you have, should you have brokers open houses, and then what the expectations are as a buyer. You're walking through an open house, and how you interact with the real estate agent how your kids interact with a house, uh, your responsibilities with regards to your kids when you're in the house. And one of the examples I'll throw at you right now, I had an open house last week and a door that went from a closet to a storage facility above the garage had a key in it. The only key. And somebody's kid took the key. So there we are, the door locked, and I have to go out and get a new lock to replace it because somebody thought it might be cute and funny to, to take the, the key that was in there when they shouldn't have. It wasn't their property. Not that you can watch your kids every second of every moment, but it's very frustrating when things like that happen. So we'll talk about that. Proper buyer etiquette when you're out looking at open houses uh, and what to not be afraid of. And as a seller's uh, what your expectations should be from your agent sitting in the open house and what your expectations are in terms of traffic. Let's talk about that because we don't want to have too far-reaching expectations because, you know, sometimes you get great traffic and sometimes you don't. It's, it's hard to tell. Anyway, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Ray Dove, uh, Remax Eastside Brokers in Bellevue, Washington.